Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Linda Beard, your host and author of the upcoming book, Bold Enough. How are you? How in the world are you? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for allowing me to come back into your world today. There is so much buzz around Bold Enough, and I am so excited that many of you are reaching out and you're taking the Bold Enough Challenge. I'm excited that you're following me on all venues of social media, and you are deciding to take those bold moves every day. It's the new year, and many of you have leaps and leaps and leaps and bounds that you have decided to take in your New Year's resolutions. So what better way than to kick off this new year with a series, Bold Enough Moves. And I am so excited. I have two special guests here with me today who have made the Bold Enough Moves. And I feel so honored because I've kind of had that that frontline seat, you know, one of those frontline seats you can't afford at an NBA game or an NFL game. But I've had a front seat in watching their business just grow. And I'm so excited to have Jarrett Smith and Jay Sin on the show today to talk about New Vision Media. Wow, guys, you guys are incredible. I cannot wait for the listeners to begin to hear your story So before you talk about new vision media, which I know you're just burning to talk about it, (laughs) how did you really get into the whole media world? This, this, yeah. How did you get there? You want to start out? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my love of media and film. Where does it start? Um, So growing up, um, I was around five when uh, let's just go back to 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 my 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 go back to the my, beginning right the beginning right? let's start at the beginning I, I was five uh, wow I'm from Cambodia yeah wow Cam- um, so 1975 the communists took over the country mm. took over the country and um, the, three years later you know, 1.7 million people got killed oh. Um, either died through uh, through uh, starvation or being killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the communists took over, and then um, they they start to kill um, educators, right? You know, military uh, personnel, mm-hmm. um, people that work in the government, even people that wear glasses and stuff like that. Wow! Um, for them, they want to get rid of all those people because it's easy for them to control, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Anyways, fast forward. Um, you know, uh, uh, three years later, um, Vietnam invaded Cambodia. Mm-hmm. So we fled over to Thailand, and we stay in camp from 1979 until 1984. Mm-hmm. I moved here mm-hmm. to the United uh, States. Um, so if I could just interrupt you a moment, Jay, because I really do think for um, us as Americans that were actually born and raised here, and uh, we don't really recognize the boldness that it takes for immigrants, mm-hmm. you know, to come to the United States and what they have actually been through to get here. And then on top of that, as you continue to tell your story, you made some bold moves when you got here. And uh, so it's it's really important. I just wanted to emphasize that that for our audience out there that you could be an immigrant just coming to this country and and still not only are you welcomed, 
but the world is open to you to make those bold enough moves. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, Jay. Yeah, yeah. So um, in, in camp, so I lived in camp from 1975, a refugee camp, to 84, right? We have nothing. So, but like like every weekend they would have like a theater where you can go and watch plays and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So my love for that kind of entertainment, you know, grew from there. You know, wow. oh, I want to be an actor. I want to be this and that, right? Yeah, I could see you and, as yeah. an actor too, Jay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's your next um, bold enough move. Yeah, yeah. So, so we, we, we would watch plays. Yeah, as a mm-hmm. kid, I was like, oh, 79, yeah, I was like, eight or nine years old or something like mm-hmm, that right mm-hmm. and uh um watch plays and then you know as kids we would have uh, kids around the neighborhood i would be the one that okay let's let's just imitate this uh this place or whatever <laughs> right so, yeah. so we do that we got you know the kids around and i would be the leading actor <laughs> <laughs> So we do that. My group, uh, my my love for entertainment, you know, start to grow from there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then once we move here to the United States, um, my brother, who was very supportive, and he still is supportive of what I'm doing. Right. Um, he always, um, we love music video. Okay. This was 84, 85, mm-hmm. you know, where mm-hmm. the music video just. Uh, MTV yeah, world. MTV yeah, MTV world just you know, start to emerge. So he would uh, he would go to a uh, a Thai store, and he would rent video music from Thai store. Uh, Thai and Cambodian language <laughs> uh-huh. has similarity, almost like French and English. Yes. So yes. there's some words that we share, common words. Um, so I watch a lot of that, and then we're like, you know what? I want to do something like that, uh-huh. and uh, so um, we we would have like. Um, Cambodian songs that the artists um, got killed, you know, during the regime. Right. But yet, so nobody has the rights to the music. Right. So it's it's become like public. So you can take the song and you can, you know, shoot music video using that song. Oh, my gosh. So, so that's what we did. Oh. Yeah, me, me, <laughs> me and my So brother. in other words, there weren't any copyrights on it, right? No, 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 no okay. copyrights. <laughs> <laughs> We did that, and uh, so so we shoot some music video, and we we, we sell it mm-hmm. to the uh, Cambodian community around the states, okay, the United States. Um, yeah, we did that before I even go to a, a film school, and um, you know after after high school, I I went to a high state, and then I said, you know what. I want to get into film. Okay, so you went to film school at the Ohio State, the Ohio State University, and you know they trademarked that. Now it's registered. Nobody can as the (laughs) took them what twenty years, but they finally got the Ohio State University. Yeah, so I I went to a high state in film school. Um, I was the last one to graduate from that school because they they. You know, as soon as I got into the program, they they were shutting down the department. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So graduate. I was the last, very last one to mm-hmm. graduate from a higher state in film school, and um, I thought it was going to be in California, you know, working <laughs> with Steven Spielberg <laughs> and, and those guys. So, how did you land your first job then after um, Ohio, the Ohio State University? What did you? 
Did it take you a while to get a, a decent job? Or Because I know our listeners want to know. They're out there. Somebody's wanting to get into media, and they're thinking, what kind of skill do I need besides being bold enough? Right, 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 right. So, um, you know, I, 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 I said it all the time. These, the, uh, you know, kids nowadays, they, they have a lot of resources, uh-huh. you know, because of the Internet, because of YouTube and right, stuff like that. Right, right. Um, back in the day, Oh man! If you you want to learn how to do something, you gotta go to the library and you know check out books and stuff like that, right? So it was much harder. It's, so what was your first job then out of college? My 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 first job was uh, I was working for a TV station. Okay. Um, channel twenty eight here, WTTE. Okay. Um, I was uh, I think I don't know if I did a an I was doing an intern, and at the time there was a, a turnaround at this. At the department that I um, was working, uh-huh. so um, I think I didn't intern for a couple of days. They're like, "Okay, yeah, we need some people. You are hired." So okay. it was master control. Um, basically, master control is the person who's responsible for a making sure programs and commercials and stuff like that run according to the log. Okay. You know, let's say if a promo was supposed to run at twenty eight thirty. Nine twenty eight thirty. At you know, you have to make sure that that yeah. happens. So that was a great that was a great starting point. So, yeah. um, if we could fast forward a little bit, so where was? You, in fact, I'm going to ask you to pause for a second. I'm going to come over to Jarrett and okay. say, Jarrett, <laughs> what was your beginning story? And then we'll talk about the merger. Right? How did you guys right. come together yeah. and and start New Vision? Yeah. yeah so my stop at the TV station. I. Right. Yeah, pick up from there. Carry on. Wow. You've got a good story. Keep going. We're, we're going to come out. We're coming back. Let me look at my notes. Here. <laughs> well, my story started at the uh, the age, early age of five years old. Uh, my dad was a semi-professional photographer, and he's a minister, too. And so he had a dark room in the house. Uh-huh. And at five years old, I used to go down there and watch him develop the pictures. So I'm standing by his side. He put me up on a little footstool. And he said, watch this. He puts the uh, developing paper. First, he takes a snapshot of it from the camera in there. And then he puts it in the developing paper. And I see the image come to life. Wow. And after seeing that, I was just truly amazed by that. And I said, wow, this is really neat. This is something I could really do the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And it didn't stop. You know, it didn't just start there. It also, at six years old, I went to a uh, television station. We lived in Washington, D.C. at the time. And, uh, you know, the field trips and everything. Instead of the zoo, we went to a TV station. And I walked in the studio and I saw all the anchors, the reporters, and I saw people running around and with cameras. And at that point, I said, you know what? This is something I want to do the rest of my life. Wow. At that point, with my dad's uh, mentorship and then the television station tour, Mm -hmm. I was like, wow. So I went home that evening. And uh, I took a cardboard box, and then I took, uh, I cut a hole into the box, and then I took my mom's wrapping paper. Oh, my goodness. And I took all the wrapping paper off, and then I had a tube. Uh-huh. That was my lens. Wow. And so I How t- creative. And I took some scissors, and I cut the, the, cut the lens, and then I stuck it into the box, and then I put it up on a stool. And I sat there and I says, welcome to WTOP television. Oh, and you have and, a good, you have a good voice. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my gosh. And, and you know, when I sat there and my dad came in, my mom came in, uh-huh. they were like, 
Okay. Okay. So we'll do see you, it. by chance, have a picture of that? I do. Um, oh, okay. I, yeah, we'll have to share that with our yeah, viewers. Yes. My dad, my dad came in and took a snapshot of me. And uh, him being the photographer that you know he was, he sat there, he took a picture. And I said, Dad, this is what I want to do. I'm excited. And um, so as, as we fast forward on to my high school years, I was uh, president of our media club in Pittsburgh okay. at the high school. And um, I sat there, I told my teacher, I told my teacher, I said, this is something I want to do. I want to get into film production. I want to get into television. And then uh, the next day he came back and he said, Jared, there's an opening at a TV station. I was 17 years old. Wow. And so lo and behold, I applied for it. It was out of 600 students all around the high schools in Pittsburgh. And I got the job as a film editor. Well, I'm going to ask uh, for a pause right yeah. there because some of you um, out there, it's it's I'm blessed because a lot of my listeners are in that age bracket of 16 to like 25. In fact, 32 percent of the audience is in that range. So for you that are looking for possibly internships, just research it because where your passion is, it's going to lead you to a trail of perhaps internships and other opportunities to help you get started to make that bold enough move. I Great point, Linda. I suggest getting as much internships, getting finding a positive role model. You know, find someone who's, you know, that you're interested in that area and then just learn from them mm-hmm. and volunteer if you have to. Uh, you know, in, the, in this case, you know, uh, it was real low pay, but at the same time, I was gaining experience. Mm-hmm. And then after the film editor job in high school, I went on to the Ohio State University. The Ohio State University. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm, I'm so happy I'm a the <laughs> Ohio, Ohio State, State yeah. Buckeye fan. So. so some of you Alabama fans down there that are watching this, <laughs> please don't hate us, okay? <laughs> so we, we spread we love the love. <laughs> oh, we spread the love. Well, Jay and Jared, this has been fascinating conversation, and I can't think of a better place than sharing the love. We'll stop right here. And we will resume next week with Jay and Jared, and we will talk about where that love took them and their partnership and how New Vision Media has prospered in the past 22 years. So be bold enough. Get out there and decide where your love is, where your passion is, and be ready to make those bold enough moves. See you next week. Thank you, Jay, and thank you, Jared.